Divine of the Orla Flair podcast. This week I'm bringing you a new episode from a new location. I have just recently moved to Manchester after leaving Edinburgh, continuing on my little UK digital nomad tour. And this week's episode is with Caroline Postma, author of Binge Marketing, a brand new concept of marketing, looking to the likes of Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu, and thinking about how streaming services can keep us so hooked on TV shows. And then how can we bring that across into our marketing campaigns to keep our consumers and our customers as engrossed in our own content as a brand like they would be to the likes of Game of Thrones. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was a very interesting chat and I really, really enjoyed the book and would definitely recommend it if you are a marketer. But you will learn more in this conversation that I had with Carolyn and I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and I have read the book recently and I loved it. Um, Great. I thought it was very, very insightful for a marketer like myself. I'm also in the marketing industry so to hear about Netflix and binge content marketing was something I've never really heard of before. So just to start us off then, obviously you're a marketer yourself by day so I would love to know about your career background and how you've come to be where you are today. Yeah, well, sounds good. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, well, um, I start, well, let me start when I was really young. I always wanted to become a journalist. Uh, since I think I was eight years old or something, I won a spelling game or a contest, you call it. And um, and from that point, I just wanted to write and I had, the, well, the, the fancy of getting my own magazine and stuff. So, and I think it's... Um, it's good to, uh, to to know that background because until I was 17, I really had to choose my um, the study I'm going uh, to to go to. I kept that idea of being becoming a journalist, and then I had to choose a second choice, and that's when I ended up in well um, advertising. Actually, <laughs> I went to a school where I learned how to well how to write, uh, but also how to create concepts and do the marketing and stuff. And that's also where my first job um, started, was at an advertising agency. So I already say I learned how to uh, do the marketing, and then I unlearned it again to really try to do it in content marketing, because it was more like journalism. And then what inspired the book then for binge marketing and that whole concept of you know watching Netflix and sitting down and consuming so much content in one go? Yeah, well, um, well, it's, it's because we are in, in marketing, we are always trying to get people to listen or read or watch our stories. And um, it's somehow we have quite a hard time doing that to get the audience really, well, following up, following up on our content. And well, it, it occurred to me when I was watching um, a series with my daughters, with my two daughters, and every evening when we watched the series, it was Once Upon a Time, uh, it was from ABC, and then it, it aired on uh, Netflix, or it, stre- it was streamed on Netflix, and every evening we we made a deal, after this episode, you're going to bed, and every evening we did have an argument <laughs> about the fact that they didn't want to go, and that's what made me think about how come that we can't stop watching these episodes? What do they know over there in Hollywood and at Netflix and all those creators of series and films about content, about storytelling and about building an audience? Um, well, and that was actually, that was the first time I really thought there's more we could learn uh, as marketers from this industry. Um, well, all the way over there, I always say, but 
it's it's here as well, of course. But the the creators of series, those are actually they are the best content marketers there are in this universe. Do you think it carries across all brands and industries? Binge marketing, like is in the sports industry or food industry. Do you think that could work across everything? Well, I think it could work if you have a story. So um, if it's just food and you want to sell a lot of cheap food and there's no story to it, then you just sell food and there's no story. So I don't think binge marketing will be very effective. Well, it, it costs a lot of energy and time to, to set it up. And well, if you want to be the cheapest or the fastest or whatever, but if you have a story to tell, if you really have something um, you want to get across to your audience and your audience and you have, well, you as a brand have something in common, something you share, then I think binge marketing, and that means creating the content that they just keep on consuming. I think that would work for every brand and every industry with a story. Yeah. Yeah. Because you think of, you know, normal advertising as in on television and adverts and in magazines and newspapers. But if we're all watching streaming services like Netflix and Disney Plus and we're consuming our content online, we're not going to see all that advertising and that we're used to seeing. So do you think for brands, especially the way forward is to advertise online, to create content around what they're selling and try and find people where they are? such as streaming services or catch-up TV or YouTube, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think, well, the first thing, what you said, of course, you have to be there where your audience is. So that's a, that's a smart thing to do anyways. And if you can advertise around uh, the things that they're watching, that's okay. But if you could create stories and create, well, maybe really brand series that people want to watch itself, and I think we made a giant leap if we if we did that if we were to to create that there was something I, I don't know I think there there should be more of those examples but I was watching a new series I don't know if it's new it just got into my bubble on Netflix I think <laughs> but it's a headspace um, a guide to meditation but it's also an app and it's so it it's content all over um, and it's a series of uh, how to meditate I do well a guide to meditation it, it's it's what it says what it is so I think that's an example of a brand uh, of, a, of a maybe this is a movement or a brand that just knew it had to create content and then it's interesting for Netflix to to add it to their streaming uh, guide of a series that they have so I think brands should look at that possibility more often and work with the creators of series because I think there is more possible than we think of at this moment. And do you think there's a crossover between say influencers who create a lot of content so they create a lot of YouTube content and Instagram and different social media content that you know always has followers coming back for more watching always when they update anything um, like is there something brands can learn from them as a form of content creation? Yeah, certainly, certainly. We can we can all learn from influencers, people, every, everyone who has been creating content as a product. Because that's that's what influencers do, of course, and that's also what series creators do. Um, their product is content. And if brands would look at their content as if it were a product, 
then I think there you have something you can learn from, from another industry. And also what I advise a lot of brands as well, if you, it depends on your job to be done. What, what is your, what do you want to gain from your content? But if it has something to do with creating a bigger audience or like uh, becoming thought leader or um, create more loyalty or with your audiences, then I think it's always smart to look at the influence that already, the influences that already have that audience. And maybe if you can work together really well, you can, you can, as an influencer, you can be, even be the main character in the series of that brand. I understand if you're a big um, influencer, then it costs a lot of money. But these are things we have to think about if we can really collide them into each other. I don't know if that's the right sentence, but what I mean is, uh, what, what I tell in my book, uh, Binge Marketing, is translate your brand story into the scenario of a great television series. And the first thing you have to ask yourself is who is my main character? Who is, who is the one telling my story best? And this also uh, is similar to the jobs to be done. If you need a bigger audience, maybe for the first few seasons, you, you need an influencer to be your main character because then you have two things that you, you gain from. So yeah, sure, we can learn, but we can really use influencers maybe in another way as well. And then I wanted to ask about, have you heard of subscription um, content at the minute? So it's quite taken off with influencers and different com- like brands that are creating content that you can subscribe to via things like Patreon and different subscription models. So as in like the New York Times or anything like that, where you can subscribe online for digital content. It's kind of going towards a way with influencers also that you would subscribe to your favorite influencers, pay a monthly fee and mm-hmm. receive more content from them and you know that's what we do for netflix we pay a monthly fee for streaming services so would we yeah. pay a monthly fee for influencer content and it turns out that we would and we are and i don't know how that's going to play out for brands because would i pay money to receive content from a brand or i'd rather pay the money to receive content from an influencer who's like a person but yeah i just wondered if you had any thoughts on that subscription model that might be coming through yeah, I think subscription models are um, based on whatever you need from it. Because a New York Times, for example, is um, or the New Yorker or uh, the Economist and, and all that kind of magazines is media. So they need payment for a real journalistic approach. So it's not an advertising model. And I think a brand as itself needs an audience and does it also work for brands that way? I think you really, really have to have great, well, better than great content as a brand if people want to pay for it. But then again, I don't think brands need payment for eyeballs. <laughs> and that, that's, that's a different case with an influencer, with, with, which is actually also the media. Um, they need payment from uh, subscribers if they want um, neutral content is that the word for it so journalistic approach and I would rather pay an influencer for the content if I really like it instead of um, getting some kind of product placement or uh, other kinds of things that I didn't ask for or didn't look at because it's it's I, I think at some point that is not the model that we would like to to keep <laughs> you understand what i mean 
yeah I think for brands especially like with uh, content creation going through a subscription model wouldn't probably be the best and I don't think they would pick up many people that would pay for that either um yeah but I wanted to go back to the book then so is this your first book that you've written and how was that process of writing binge marketing no, well, it's actually, it's my fourth book, <laughs> but this is the first one in English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, well, it's translated in English. I, I wrote it in, in, uh, in Dutch, but um, I think if, if you look at the, the market, if I write a book in Dutch, I, I said it a few times this week, but um, there are 23 million people speaking Dutch and there are 30 billion <laughs> people speaking English. So I think it's, a, it's, it's the first thing uh, well it's, it's actually it's the first time that I really thought about it that way and yeah well how did the writing process go it was great doing it because it's um, what I did in my agency I have my own content marketing agency well it's not mine actually I bought I sold it last year so I can really get on with the binge marketing and spread the word all over the world <laughs> um, but what we do in uh, it's called the post and um, uh, what we do at a content marketing agency is is binge marketing we create serial content and uh, we try to to build audiences for the brands we work for and what I what I did is I I took the opportunity to write it down so I created a methodology, which is binge marketing. It's, it's really, yeah, well, you can really follow the process there. Um, and then I got the opportunity to work on it with clients. So the, the, the practical side of it. And then I got the opportunity to write it down. And how did the process go with two children? They're age nine and uh, 12. I really had to take the time um, to write. For, I, I do this in the mornings uh, really early. I get up really early and then I start to write and then the day starts when they get up. But the beautiful thing actually was I got invited for um, an interview and therefore we had to go. Well, we had to go. We took the liberty to go to the States and we pasted, I don't know if you call it that way, we pasted a, a holiday to it. So we went to Florida <laughs> before that. And that's where I wrote most of the chapters of my book. In the oh. early mornings in Florida, when the sun rose, and then I got up and started the first two hours writing my book. So <laughs> I, I really got, got a distance from uh, the agency and, and got, well, holiday, but then the first two hours every day were for me. So yeah, it's a great must, process. That must have been a really nice setting to have the sun and everything, yeah. the warm weather. I wanted to ask then, did you have any examples of binge marketing that you've done previously? And like how you kind of create that binge marketing content around a brand? Yeah, well, there is um, most of the examples are in Dutch, of course. Um, but there's one uh, insurance company in the Netherlands, quite a big one that we work for. And um, that's what we do, the, the serial content. Uh, it's authentic content about um, uh, well, we call it the doers. It's, it's, it's like the, the main character are, characters are people and those are, are really clients of this insurance company and they do things They don't only dream about things uh, like uh, selling the house and buy a tiny house and live in it uh, or a grandfather that's, that's a great um, example grandfather who played I, I don't know if he was a drummer or but he was in a band and then he started the band with his grandson and 
there was such a beautiful story that we divided it in three parts. So it was a kind of a mini series within the series of um, this, this insurance company. And it's always really nice to do such a thing because you, what we as marketers try to put as much information and uh, things in one episode, well, I call it episodes, but in one piece of content, because we think that's our only opportunity. But what if you could really enhance that? So create the story, not finish it in one episode, but then keep the attention span and get people to watch the next episode. And this is something you, well, it's, it's trial and error to get that for brand uh, uh, content, but it does work if you really have the right story and the right audience, if, you, if there is a common interest. So that's, well, also something I think all marketers should think about because why would you ever um, finish your story in only one piece of content? You cannot build an audience from one piece of content. You have to get people coming back. So that's why we create the series. I think it's a really fresh take on it and something you know, that a lot of marketers, especially here in the UK, could look at and look to like likes of Netflix and series producers to keep the audience there and create brand loyalty as such as well. But then just to go back to your book, are you creating anything else? Are you writing anything else at the minute or anything upcoming? Um, well, I'm working on, um, well, that's, that's good to, to mention. I'm working on um, a binge marketing course. There is already an, an online platform for it. So um, via my website, people can start a pilot. It's a free pilot, by the way. <laughs> it explains everything about uh, binge marketing. How does it work? Um, what is it exactly? What are the things you really have to think about? And uh, and you get to decide upon your job to be done at first. Well, that, that's the pilot. And uh, the next thing I'm writing now, um, well, no, that one's finished as well, by the way, um, creating your plot summary. And your plot summary, that is the, actually, it's the, you read it in my book, but it's the first thing you have to do if you start with binge marketing. You have to translate your brand story into the scenario of a great television series. And this plot summary is... Um, Who's your main character? Uh, and we already discussed that. What is your arena? So where does it take place? Uh, what themes can we discover? And what genre? And some more of those things. The, the, those are the, the, the biggest things you have to think about at first. And if you have those ingredients, then write down the, the plot summary. It's like the back flap of a DVD. What is the series of your brand about? What is the content of your brand about if I tell it to others? And that's what um, what I wrote down in, uh, well, wrote down and I also made videos. I had a really nice discussion with the filmmaker, how he created characters for his movie, for example. And that's all in this uh, in this course. So that's what I'm working on right now. And then where can uh, listeners find the content for your course or the pilot? Yeah, um, at carlinepostma.com. That's one entrance, but you can also get there through benchmarketing.eu, for example. Um, and there's online courses is one of the the main um, buttons on the on the website. I think it's it's I think it's it's relevant for everyone. If 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 you're a marketer at a big organization, it gives you the uh, the opportunity to to uh, think about it at first. But this is something you have to do with the whole team. But then still, it's it gives you an a new idea but also for someone who's working on a personal brand because also that 
can be translated into a tra in, into a television series. And it's metaphorically speaking, by the way. So it's not all in video. It's also text and it's also in audio. Like you're creating a series of of um, uh, podcasts. That's also a series. And then your book, Binge Marketing, is available to buy now from Amazon and other retailers. Uh, yeah, Amazon is is the the global. Uh, you know, well, you can order it everywhere in the world now, <laughs> and I know Amazon has it. But I see, I, I think many uh, bookstores already also have it available. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Well, that's all the questions yeah. from me. I really, really enjoyed the book and would definitely recommend it to any other marketers or people wanting to learn about binge marketing and content marketing. Um, so thank you very much for your time, Carolyn. It's been really, really great chatting to you. Thank you. Thank you very much for, invitation, for the invitation. And I also liked the chat. Thank you. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this podcast episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And as always, don't hesitate to let me know on Instagram, on Twitter, at Orla Clara or at Orla Shanks PR. And see you next time for another episode of the Orla Clara podcast. <music>